0: Welcome to Building Bridges, the podcast that explores the journeys of individuals who have overcome challenges and forged their paths to success professionally and in life. Join us as Ami Shaw, CEO at ChemCrest, sits down with associates, executives, and industry partners to delve into the inspiring stories that shape their own pursuits. Whether it's finding the strength to persevere, developing effective leadership skills, or fostering resilience in the face of adversity, Building Bridges is here to inspire, inform, and empower you on your own journey. Without further ado, this is Building Bridges. Hello and welcome to Building Bridges. My name is Cameron Agle and we're live here at the University of Notre Dame. We're following an event called the Future Democracy. Uh, this was hosted by Father Jenkins with participants of Senator Coons and Senator Young. Today I'm here with Amish and we're gonna be talking around the topic of collaboration and uniting as a society amidst division. Amish, thanks for taking the time.
1: Thank you, Cameron. This was, uh, first off, this was a, an awesome event. I'm just very grateful that uh, the University of Notre Dame would put on um, a great conversation, a bipartisan conversation uh, specifically about democracy, collaboration, and, and how we all just get along. And I mm-hmm. think they, they both did a, an amazing job in kind of presenting um, a bright future in a, yep. in a, in a Senate that's actually um, working together in a bipartisan manner to, to pass legislation that's, mm-hmm. that's helping America and the world.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And getting things started here, um, they talked on kind of what our podcast revolves around, which is building bridges. And they actually quoted the name as well. And I, my first question to you, Amish, is how do we build these bridges amidst deep divide? We see it in community, politics, work, etc. cetera. Uh, what are some strategies that we can build these bridges, even though we have different preferences and assumptions?
1: Yeah, I, I thought it was great that uh, Senator Kuhn opened up his whole conversation about uh, that that's what they're here to do is build bridges. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, one thing that really stood out was the topic of trust. And it's really hard to build any sort of bridge if you don't have trust amongst the folks that you're with. Mm. Um, I loved how they both talked about how they build trust by getting to know each other, getting to know each other, their families, getting to know each other personally. Bumping into each other at the gym, or even going to the prayer breakfasts in the morning where they talk about their faith and their family, and and so it's the element of of building trust. You know, ironically, last week um, I got to go see Patrick Lancioni Mm. live uh, for one of his events, and um, when you think about the uh, seven dysfunctions of a team, uh, number one is trust. Not having trust, and it's not just trust. What he calls predictive trust, like being able to think somebody's going to meet an expectation, yeah. but it was vulnerable trust. Mm. It was having that ability to be vulnerable and say when, you know, ask somebody for help or say that, you know, you're not able to get something done or, you know, it's this whole element of being vulnerable enough where you can connect with somebody mm-hmm. else and develop this, this element of trust. So I would say mm. building trust is the first phase of, yeah. of building any bridge. That's what helps you develop the, the a mechanism for collaboration.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it's listening to one another, not just hearing to make your next argument, but it's actually listening to understand. Yeah. It's finding a common place. You know, it's, mm. it's you know, they were talking about um, how they would go about building legislation from a nonpartisan standpoint. Yeah. And what I thought was interesting is they would get everybody to contribute. Maybe they didn't get everything that they wanted, yeah. but at least they followed the rule of order. And mm-hmm. by following the rule of order, they would vote on certain things. They would mm-hmm. add different amendments. And at the end, not only did everybody get a little bit of what they wanted, but they built trust throughout the process. Yeah. So I, you know, usually when you think about politicians, no offense to any, you don't mm-hmm. think about trust, right? Yeah. You just don't. That's, it was really cool to yep. see this other side where two, um, a Democrat and a Republican were talking about how they are able to pass Yeah, non, you know, nonpartisan legislation. But yeah. number one, it really came down to trust. So yeah. I, I see that also in our business. You know, For it, sure. it's we want to build bridges. We want to get things done. We've got to have
0: great trust within our leadership team. Absolutely. And that kind of rolls into this next question, and that is on the topic of dysfunction and disconnect leading to they talked about it in the House when this happens. Nothing moves. And we see it the same thing on a project or in the workplace. If there's dysfunction disconnect no unison in our thoughts and collaboration nothing really gets achieved at the end of the day um in what ways do you see the role of like resolutions and alignment taking place to make sure that we can resolve this dysfunction and disconnect that's always going to be there but to make sure that an agreement does actually happen at the end of the day towards progress
1: yeah i i think one of the big points was um they talked about when when individuals had their own individual agenda yeah and so when we want to get things done we've got to put um, the greater good above everything else yeah so it's focusing on the objective it's focusing on the outcome it's not focusing on us individually yeah I think that was one of my biggest takeaways from what they said and I totally believe in it it's you know um, Senator Young talked about virtues following your values and your virtues and using virtues such as self-restraint yeah and sometimes that's hard because you know Mm -hmm. it's it's not easy because you've got a point to make and you you want to be heard and maybe you want to look some way in front of your boss or whoever it might be but it's using that self-restraint and not just fighting to fight Mm -hmm. but actually again learning to listen learning to understand learning to to collaborate um and putting that greater good you know it's it's i think if we had more politicians and and we had more people in business that were focused on the outcome and the results versus themselves, I think we'd be a lot further along.
0: Yeah, and to the listeners out there, the setup of today's session was a fireside chat panel and then they also concluded with two students and asking questions. And Amisha, the question on loneliness at the end, The question on loneliness actually popped up from one of the students, and how do we solve this epidemic that is taking place right now that is continuing to rise? And Senator Coons kind of dove into the fact of um, being intentional with relationships and our behavior, making sure we're getting involved, valuing things, Um, how do we value relationships over valuing things? And then also Senator Young brought up the fact of his daughter being intentional with learning the names of their neighbors. in, in terms of that, what, where do you see the role of being intentional with our relationships and where we put our time and effort to kind of reduce the loneliness, which is actually dividing bridges. It's not building bridges. It's the opposite.
1: Yeah, I was actually surprised to hear that the Surgeon General had, had made an announcement that loneliness is, is almost to the uh, you know proportion of being an epidemic. Yeah, um, There's so much loneliness in, 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 in the world, but in, in the United States, and you think about how that all happened, you know, and, and I love the stories that they were sharing because it resonated with me. When I was a kid, literally, you know, you, you'd come home from school and you wouldn't come home until sundown. You know, you'd yeah. run around in the woods, you'd hang out with your friends, you'd be on bicycles. Um, our neighborhoods were very interconnected. Yeah, uh, We weren't over scheduled, You know, like I look at my kids, they've got music in the morning, they got sports at night, they've got activities. It is, it is we are an Outlook family, right? Yeah. And it, what it does is it, it takes away from... The organic connection that that we make. Yeah. And there's some kids that, and there's not just kids. There's some, you know, elders is, is one of the one of the examples were. You know, somebody lost their husband. Yeah. And they're home alone, and they don't have anybody checking up on them. Mm. And you know, Senator Young had shared that um, he'd asked his daughter, who's a very outgoing, you know, eighth grade girl, to just go knock on the door and, and, and make conversation. Yeah. So I think part of it is yes cities and communities have gotten broader and wider you know you don't have as many neighbors this whole element of safety you don't let your kids Mm -hmm. just go run around in the neighborhoods anymore yeah um it's it's caused an issue of course social media people feel connected digitally but they're not connecting like they're not physically out yeah you know rolling in the dirt and and, and doing the things that we used to do um so how do we fix this element of loneliness you know and and, Mm -hmm. and you you hit on a few of these it's you know, one little thing is just recognizing everybody as people, yeah. you know, whether it's the person at Subway when you're getting your sandwich, learning their name, understanding who they are, or it's, it's you know, people that you run into, you can make this element of connection. Yeah. It's also just understanding there's a lot of people that don't have a lot of people out there. So yeah. it, it's back in the day, you'd know all your neighbors, you know, mm. I'd ask people in the audience, do you know all your neighbors? Do you reach out to your neighbors? Are you there mm. for them? This isn't something that Congress can legislate, right? This yeah. is this is a this is a human factor. Yeah. Um, I thought another stat was interesting is they they use this statistic that bowling league participation has gone down. Mm. And you know, I think of the old bowling leagues, they were smoky and dirty, but people all went there after work on a on a, you know, Wednesday afternoon and everybody got together. Yeah. Well, those sorts of activities have just started to diminish. So, mm. you know, one of the one of the big takeaways was just get involved. Get yeah. involved with something, get involved with a non-for-profit, get involved in volunteer, get involved with a community association. Yeah. Getting involved gives you these connection points, right? It's, mm. it's this element where you're actually running into people and you're having conversations and you feel like you're socially engaged. Yeah. I personally feel like the social side Especially of our younger generation struggles a little bit because of this digital connection. For sure, and there's nothing better. You know, we saw it in Zoom yeah. or in the in, in the in the epidemic is. Or the pandemic, everybody was on Zoom, yeah. and over some time, you started to be like, "I want to see a person." You know, we mm-hmm. go to these events and conferences now, and everybody opens with, "It's so great to see human beings live yeah. in the flesh again, right?" Yeah. So I, I think that's that's a big deal. I, I loved how they were saying, "Get to know people, get to know their yeah. names, go out and connect." You know, just get yeah. involved.
0: Yeah, certainly. What, what I found interesting in today's conversation, um, we have people from two different parties. Yet I found a lot of understanding and agreement on many topics and that is the topic especially around humanity at the end of the day you mentioned human factor in some circumstances there, there has to be that form of humanity where politics should not be playing a role other other than understanding that really at the end of the day there's humanity behind if there's death or killing whatever that might look like humanity should be at the forefront and we should take that into account with our thoughts and support so given all the conflicts in the world right now in both perspectives today uh, how do we as a society help support society
1: yeah it's such a deep question because you know I, I, I this is my personal opinion mm-hmm. is that what I've seen is people have become they they want to pick something right yeah they want to pick a side we, we almost are forced to pick a side yeah. and whatever side you pick you ultimately are completely against the other yeah and part of the problem is is that look some of the conflicts that are going on right now that we see in the world they've been going on for hundreds if not longer years yeah they're very complicated they're very deep they're they're you know we we don't know all of the details yeah so all of a sudden somebody wants to pick a side based on something they've read on social media or even in the media mm. you know i thought in today's conversation they made a good point is that media is around specifically for entertainment. Mm. I mean, yes, there are some truths in media. I'm not going to down the media, but there's also a lot of entertainment value, right? They're picking out pieces and parts so their viewers continue to stay glued. People don't want boring news. Sometimes people don't want factual, boring news. They want things that are extraordinary. The problem is, is that we then make a decision based on perhaps imperfect information, which Mm. gets us to choose a side. Mm. And we're choosing a side. When we're choosing a side, we're forgetting. Yeah. The other side of that is humanity. It's yeah. human loss. That to me is, is, is terrifying. Is, I'm, I mean, my heart goes out right now to all of those you know, civilians yeah. that, are, that are losing their life over a conflict. And, mm. and I think that as a society, how do we address this? The addressing is we remember that we are all human beings. Mm. You know, we're all human beings that were born in different countries, in different areas. Uh, I always say, you know, stick to your values, right? We, we have yeah. values that we, that we aspire to live through. Yeah. And we have whatever our faith might be, or even if we don't follow faith, we still have that, that moral compass. Yeah. And when we do that and you put humans back into humanity, mm. I think that's just something that, that unfortunately we're missing. We don't have to be, you know, an expert and pick a side. What we should do is recognize yeah. that there's a lot of, it's a, it's a, it's a tough world right now. Yeah. it's a dangerous world right now. Yeah. There's a lot of bad guys out there, but in the same token, there's a far more good guys. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, what, for me personally, you know, I pray for all of those that have, that have mm-hmm. lost a life and, and all those family members, because I couldn't imagine what would happen if that happened to me.
0: Yeah. And Senator Coons mentioned when he started, he started interning actually in like the early 80s. And he mentioned he's never seen such divide. And um, division in just both parties and, and the society as a whole than he has seen in the past three years today. Um, as we sum up this conversation, really, this all revolves around building bridges and human-centric values. Um, so, Misha, if you have any last closing words, just kind of um, wrapping up with human-centric values, intentionality, and building the bridges between relationships to make sure that we are moving forward as a society.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm glad you asked a little summary question because one another thing that stuck out today is they said Mm -hmm. both senators said that um, this has been the the last three years seems like there's so much divide yeah but they also said something else they said we have not passed as much bipartisan legislation Mm. ever yeah than we have in the last three years since like the 1950s or 60s yeah Than we have in the last three years and they said but it doesn't feel like it. And oh, so yep. the why it doesn't feel like it is because right. this political divide, because there's, again, media wants to say things are going bad. And then we all want to believe things are going bad because people, for whatever reason, you know, like to like to, like the doom and gloom and like to think yep. that there's this this gridlock and this grind. Yep. Um, I was really, you know, honestly um, optimistic about uh, mm. specifically about what's happening in the in the Senate chambers. And, yeah. and the Senate has got a good good grasp on driving America forward. They yeah. talked a lot about the congressional chambers yeah. and the challenges that are going on in Congress. And, and they also, you know, that's when they said, you know, why do we have those problems? We have those problems because certain people aren't putting them the, mm. putting the goal in front of themselves. Yeah. They're more focused on themselves, the limelight, the notoriety. Notoriety is what, you know, and in, in, in all of this excitement is what, what's getting funding. So yeah. that's how they get funds. Yeah. And, and that's, in my opinion, I feel like, you know, when you get into politics, it's like taking the Hippocratic oath as a doctor. You put your country first. yeah, And you put your business first, you put your friends first, you put your family first. When you, mm. when you do that, yeah. that's how you're really building bridges. Again, mm. there are things that are bigger than ourselves. And yeah. there's things that we should connect to that are bigger than ourselves. And there are things that are more important um, of course, we, we've got to take care of ourselves. We've got to take care of our family. We've got to take care of our community. We've got to put our ego to the. Aside yeah. a little bit and, yeah. and i think that's at the end of the day you know i feel like we actually do do a good job of building bridges yeah sometimes we want to talk about everything that's wrong i loved how there's a lot of things right believe yeah. it or not that are going on in politics yeah people listening to this might not believe it but look it up there's been more bipartisan bills the biggest infrastructure bill i think that's been passed since the 60s mm. has just gone on the new chips act yeah that's going to ignite you know chip production in the state of indiana um, there's a lot of really good things that are going on. So sometimes you start to believe what you hear mm. versus understanding that there's, I still think there's more goodness yeah. going on in the world right now than yeah. bad yeah. within organizations, within within our country, uh, even within the world.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, Mish, thank you so much for taking the time and to the listeners out there. Thank you for tuning in to kind of this unconventional recording that we decided to do live here at the university. And just summing this all up, it's a matter of putting people first that move society forward. So thank you guys again for tuning in this week and make sure to stay tuned for our next episode. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Building Bridges. If you would, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Also, make sure to click the link in this description to keep up to date with future guests.